What's up, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy, coming at you again with another fun episode of our podcast. Uh, today, I've got a special guest. He reached out to me, sent me an awesome testimonial of a course that he took, which is the ultimate civil FE review course, which is our course that we created through Civil Engineering Academy. Created that with my brother, Mark. Uh, it's an awesome tool if you're studying for the FE exam. Anyway, he had great success. I wanted to bring him on the show, ask about his experience see what it was like for him. He's actually from Alabama, from a small town in, in Alabama, graduated from UAB, so uh, and now works as a, a civil construction inspector. He's been out of school for about five years, but he got his FE done, and now he's working on his PE, so he's had a lot of success there. So uh, it's an exciting journey. The FE and the PE is both a, a big journey for everybody, and uh, I just wanted to pull him out of the crowd. We've had a lot of successful students in those programs. Uh, if you want to go check it out at civilfereviewcourse.com. And uh, I pulled him out of the crowd, and we want to do a quick interview and see how the course went for him, uh, maybe some tips and tools he has for other students taking the FE exam, and things like that. You're going to get to know him a little better. So uh, he goes by DJ. It's going to be a good one, and it's coming right up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I got uh, DJ on with me on the podcast episode. This is exciting. DJ, I will have read your bio already and uh, things of that nature, but I just want to uh, say hi. How's things going? Things are good. Thanks for having me, Alec. Hey, appreciate it. This is going to be fun. Uh, I know I will read a brief bio about yourself, but I always want to ask um, my guests about their own bio. Like, Why don't you describe you know, your, your own, um, background, what, where you're at with your journey in civil engineering and things of that. How did you get into this? Things of that nature. Yeah. So I, uh, I grew up in a small town in North Alabama. Um, always enjoyed science and math. Uh, my, my father directed me, uh, to engineering. He, my brother, my older brother is four years older than me is also a civil engineer. Mm. And, um, I, I went to school at the University of Alabama at Birmingham uh, for for engineering. I actually tried a different couple different types of engineering before I landed on civil. Uh, but but once I once I got here, I really I really loved it and I loved the curriculum. That's great. Um, and uh, what, is your, what does your dad do, by the way? I'm just curious. My dad's an electrician. Okay. Uh, he has an, an engineer's mind, uh, gotcha. but, but didn't go to school, and so he, he's an electrician who's who's uh, worked in, um, yeah, construction, like elect, electrician construction for, uh, 30 years, I guess, or, or something, however old he is. Um, and, uh, he, he manages a, a datacom low voltage division at a, at an electrical contractor here in Merchant. Yeah. I was just curious. That's always fun to hear. Yeah. Some of those role models, but Okay. So you got your brother who graduated in civil engineering. You, you saw that that was a good step. Keep going. Yeah. So I finished engineering school in 2015 and uh, started working uh, a little bit later at uh, in my company that I'm at now, who does civil engineering inspection uh, for for mostly uh, DOT projects. And so I've been working closely with the Alabama Department of Transportation for my five-year career. Um, I've been an inspector, started out, you know, just learning construction and inspection uh, through 
jobs of I started out on, on a basic paving job with some like uh, re, re replacing curb and gutter and, and asphalt paving and striping and really small scale like that and then moved to a job with two conventional bridges steel girders and uh, really learned a lot about the structural uh, the structural properties of, of bridge building and, and construction in, in that sense vertical construction in, in, in a, uh, and i think that's a great place to i mean you're out of school you're just starting i think that's a great place yeah. to be because you're getting like hands-on experience yeah I, I love the fact that i started out in construction because i've learned a lot more than i think i could have about real life building and civil engineering than, than i might could have in uh, in design not to knock design but uh but I, I do i do love construction and i love what it's taught me uh and so from there i moved on to a, a much larger project that's actually the the two bridge project was phase one of a, of a large intersection redesign between uh two major interstates really the two major interstates in birmingham uh, i-65 and i-5920 and so i went to uh, that portion that is just that interchange with a project that had about 20 bridges, conventional um, steel girder, uh, concrete girder, long spans. We built one one bridge that's 160 feet up in the air with, with 42 wow. spans uh, and and really got a, a really intimate knowledge of, of what bridge building looks like. And uh, that was a lot of fun. That's fantastic. Um, There's a lot of work, but I, I was really thankful to have that experience. And then after that, I moved to the third phase and final phase that I'm currently wrapping up right now with uh, two over a mile long segmental bridges. Uh, that's That's been really fun. I've been working mostly on uh, earthwork, road building, uh, subgrade buildup and asphalt buildup. Hmm. Curb and gutter stripe. That's been my purview on this well, project mostly. I, what's your? Um, I guess is that the? I mean, it sounds like that's the area you want to go to. But is that is that the goal? I mean, or do you want to be something in the structural engineering world? Or what? What's the goal that you have for yourself? Yeah. So, I um, I really appreciate what inspection has taught me over over these five years. But I, I'm not sure that this is what I want to do with my entire career. Sure. Um, I, I, I like transportation, um, which is interesting. It's not something that I was really uh, attracted to as I was going through school. All right. But as I worked in, in transportation construction, I really, I really do enjoy it. And I think, I think there's something special there. Yeah. I noticed so, most engineers think, don't know what they don't know, you know, until you get out there and do stuff. Uh, go intern, go get some experience, and then you start realizing, oh, you know what, I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, not. and that's something I never did in college. Was I, n I never did an internship uh, while I was in college, and so I think that hurt me. Uh, but uh, I, I, I do think probably transportation design is is where I would like to to go. But I think that um, I would just like to broaden my uh, my experience. That's learn fantastic. Some, learn, learn some uh, some new skills, some new 
uh, arenas of, of the construction and engineering industry that I don't know. Uh, I think I think now is a good time to do that as I've been here for five years and. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to jump into the mindset you've had because when we talked to each other, you recently took and passed the FE exam. You're preparing now for the PE exam, but uh, just trying to dive into that FE exam mode. You were a student of the Ultimate Civil FE Review course, the course that we created at Civil Engineering Academy. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you took the exam after you had graduated. Is that is that right? Yeah. So I graduated in in April of 2015. Uh, from from UAB, and then uh, I, we had to take the test to graduate. We didn't have to pass the test to graduate, but there was a requirement for us to take the test before we graduated. And I didn't study for the FE. It was I took it right in the middle of my last semester, which was senior design courses and and other difficult courses that uh, you know kind of weighed my options between study really hard and pass the FE or uh, work really hard to uh, get my degree yes. and pass these classes. And so it was, it was an obvious choice for me. And, um, but I took it and failed. Uh, and that really, it really affected me in a, in a deeper way than I realized at that point. Uh, but after I graduated, I, I kind of decided in my head that I don't have to study anymore. And this is, this is my, this is my chance. I'm not, I'm not going to study for a while. Yeah, I'll go back and get FE eventually. Mm-hmm. But like for now, I just got out of four years of college. I don't want to. I don't want to study out. again. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm not going to spend another three months studying for the FE and take out again and uh, deal with all that. So I decided that I was going to put it off until later, and I did not set a date to to do that. I didn't really have a disciplined plan uh, for me to come back to that. And so flash forward to uh, five years later, uh, April of 2020. Uh, I am married now. Uh, it was around my my wife and I's first anniversary. And uh, we had talked a lot about uh, going back and getting this done uh, for my career, for, for me as like a engineer standpoint and, and like I put a lot of value in myself as like how I'm viewed as an engineer. And like, if I'm an engineer without a, without an FE or a PE, then, then what am I really? Um, I want to get to that later cause that's not true, but, um, but it, it, it was encouraging my wife, uh, my wife and I, had a lot of difficult discussions that that led me to uh, searching for a course because I knew that one I wasn't I didn't feel like I was going to be disciplined enough to just just go and do the uh, the studying that I needed to do to pass this test. I, I really needed some structure, somebody to walk there with me who knew what to expect and could motivate me in a, in a certain way that, that I needed uh, to d- put in the work that I needed to. And so, uh, yeah, I, five years after I graduated college, I started studying for the FE again. And I scheduled 
I scheduled my test for October. I said, I have six, I have six months to study for this test. And uh, I bought the six month uh, program for the ultimate C- civil FE review course. And uh, I started investing 10 hours a week awesome. into studying for the FE. Um, that's great. See, man, see what a wife does to you. Just, just get you all motivated. <laughs> My wife you is, get up is like the MVP of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to my wife, like back to what we were talking about earlier, uh, as far as like not knowing really what I, what I wanted out of civil engineering, mm-hmm. my wife is a doctor at UAB. Great. And, uh, and as we were dating when she was in med school, she was going through these, she was going through these, uh, rotations, these, uh, like basically trial rotations where she's working in all these different units throughout the hospital. And like she gets to experience all these different things, like a month at a time, where she gets to do this work, interact with these people in a certain way, and see if she likes it. That's something I really, really envy about uh, about medical school. And there's yeah. basically nothing else that I envy about it. Um, but the fact that they were able to experience almost all aspects of medicine to determine what they really wanted to do was really. Uh, kind of blew my mind when I found that out because I was like, wow, what if I had that in civil engineering? That would be, that would have been awesome. All I had that was would this be book awesome. that told me how to calculate a horizontal curve. And <laughs> wasn't... I agree. I, you know, there's always, you're, you're always taught to go get, um, you know, an internship, try to do that early, but um you know, like we said earlier, we just don't know what we don't know. And, and there's no set program that gets you into experiencing a lot of different disciplines that are out there. Uh, I ended up in, you know, a utility world, which is an electric company working as a civil engineer, which is which is just awkward for, for me, you know, for an, an engineer uh, that's in, in civil. So, but I, I recalled um, some presentations and some of my senior classes and ended up doing transmission design work, but I would have never known that's kind of an area that I enjoyed or even wanted to go into. So I do wish there was a better program set up. Like, like you mentioned, where you get to experience, um, a variety of disciplines for an engineer, uh, to yeah. see that. And maybe there is one, I don't know about it, but, um, I think that's spot on good advice. Yeah. Um, so going back to, I guess the course, how did, how did you just find, how did you find the course? How did you find civil engineering Academy? Um, I looked up in, on the Google machine. Yes. F E <laughs> review course and, uh, scrolled down and, and, uh, there it was, there it was. And I clicked on it <laughs> and, uh, said, they have a six month option. That's that, awesome. That's what I want to do. And so. It was, well, it was really no no more complicated than that. No brainer, huh? Well, maybe I can just pry into that a little bit more. Is there specific things that you liked about the course? Yeah, I, I loved um, being five years removed from school. Um, I loved that there were short review lectures uh, that were available along with just a huge bank of problems that I could that I could access. And my my um, 
my process going into this uh, into this course was all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna take this section by section, listen to the review course, and then go in and work all the problems for as long as it takes me, and then move on to the next thing. I ended up do, going through that twice uh, in the six months. And then uh, after the second go around, I kind of went back and hit some things that I, that I wanted to focus on. And so I I went through everything twice, all the, all the problems in the, in the video bank um, and all the, all the videos, all the lectures. That's Um, great. And that, that structure was really helpful to me. The, having videos walking through problems was really helpful and uh, th- that was that was what I appreciated the most about it and, and that I'll say this too that the knowledge of the test that you guys have was really helpful I think there was only one problem on the FE that I took that I didn't remember from um, ultimate FE review course wow so we did a pretty good job there, yeah. keeping you aligned with the actual exam. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great feedback. Um, I'm just curious, but did you also, uh, what kind of support did you get? Did you get any support at all? Um, and did you join that? Uh, as part of the course, there's a private Facebook community as well. But we also, you know, allow people to email us whatever they want. And so we can get to it quickly. But just curious how you felt about support and if that was there for you. Yeah, so I saw the Facebook community. I'm not on Facebook, and I didn't feel like uh, getting a Facebook just to just to yeah. join this. And so I, I wasn't a part of the Facebook community, um, and I did feel welcome to access you guys through email uh, if if I had if I had the urge. But most of the time, the questions that I had were answered in the comment section of the videos. questions that I was looking at. Yeah. And so that was, yep. that was also a really helpful, helpful tools that we have a comment section underneath each problem that you can ask questions about. So. Yeah. And most uh, people that, have very similar questions. So hopefully we get those answered uh, yeah. for students in there. That's great. Um, just going to the actual exam experience, just so maybe we could share uh, your experience and help hopefully help others. But what were your thoughts on um, when you're taking the exam on alternative type questions? Was there any issues there? Were you worried about it? Was it uh, even an issue for you? Um, so what are you talking about? Alternative type questions are not multiple choice questions on the FE exam. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. okay. Yeah, the, they call them AIT were, or alternative item types. I think is what they call okay. them officially. Uh, I, re- I remember a handful of them throughout the test. Maybe like conservatively five to ten. I I I think that it might have been less than five, uh, fewer than five, and uh, I didn't like it. Yeah, I really wanted I really wanted there to be uh, four choices because, you know, I have a fill in the blank here and there is infinity choices. 
This yep. is what my answer can be. And I don't like that. I, uh, I don't, I was also confused. One, one thing that I would feedback for NCES is how closely is it graded as far as like, I think it would be helpful to know how many significant digits yes. to answer a question to. I think that it would be helpful to like, or, or like decimal places or, or whatever, because I didn't know how specific I needed to be, where I needed to round, or how much variation there was in their algorithm to give me a right answer. And so like, I just kind of went with one decimal place on all my calculations. Yeah. Tried to go with it there. That's a great question. I, I don't know that myself. I bet, I bet there's an answer out there that we don't know, but, um, that I As feel like that would be, test, I really would have appreciated it being included in the question. Yeah. Uh, it should be as part of the question or probably when you first sit down at a computer and sign all the, the beginning documents to kind of an explanation of, if you see this, this is what you need to do. Yeah, that's great feedback. Um, and another thing I, I didn't, I may have just like completely read over this or like not paid attention when y'all are explaining it or whatever, but I've forgotten. It was, it was like this the first time I took it, but I'd forgotten that there wasn't a structured break time in the test. Oh yeah. That, you finish the first 55 questions in the time that you finish those 55 questions and then you take a break. And do you I was recommend expecting there to be a break? At, I do recommend taking it. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, I took a break and went and sat outside for a second and ate a sandwich and came back in. Um, with a little Oreo rush. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was able to sit down and, and kind of, you know, I was still pretty fried, but, uh, a break a break has always worked well for me and so i i think in general i would recommend that but each person probably is is going to be able to determine for themselves what's going to be most helpful yeah i i agree um we always do recommend taking the break it's going to give you um you know like we said you're going to be re-energized you need your brain to kind of mm-hmm. uh give it a break and then come back get after it again so that's interesting uh, I like to ask this question just as part of your own journey, but what's one thing you wish you had known before you began this whole thing? Is there anything that was like, Oh man, I wish someone would have told me that. Yeah. Um, I guess you can include that in there. I, I, I really was surprised when like, and I'm, I'm thankful because I had a pretty calm demeanor in the test, but like, if I, if this loop would have been thrown me, uh, and I was in a, in a stressed out zone, I, I, I might, I don't know how I would have handled this, but, uh, I finished 55 questions and I had flagged questions and stuff. And I was looking at my timer and it was like, all right, it's time to take your break. And like, I was, I was just shook by that because I didn't realize that it wasn't like, they, they, were, they didn't have a time scheduled for me to take a break. And so, 55 questions, the first half of the test is the first half of the test, and then you take your break and you finish the second 55. And so as far as budgeting time, that's that would have been helpful for me to know. Um, I wish I would have known that so I could I could be more conscious about how I budgeted. It worked okay. out fine, and my time was budgeted well. Um, so you're probably over two hours into it, I imagine, when you mm-hmm. get that, that break 
uh, notification. So, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, time management's a huge deal on the FE as well as the PE. And I, I love that you mentioned the right mindset too, because I think if, if, you, if you're not going in with like a, you know, I got this, you're, you've calmed down. If, if you're anxious about this, um, I think just going in with the right mindset is a huge part of this exam. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up, but th those two things, time management and having the right attitude, the right mindset can give you a huge leg up on this exam. And I think it's really a key to passing because you're going to do all the, the, the other stuff. So you're going to get prepared yeah. for it. Um, yeah. Were you blown away? Was there, uh, do you feel like there was a, a hefty amount of theory questions? Was that uh, a surprise? Was there, was there anything like that? Um, I don't remember being surprised by a lot of theory questions. Uh, there was one question in particular that, that just made no sense as I read the question or as I read the answers. And so I, I got out of the, I got out of the test and I prayed that that was a test question that they weren't going to count. Um, but in general, no, I, th I think that the, the, the theory questions were regular and not super complicated okay. except for that one that's great um well I'm, I'm also curious in your own experience if if you could do anything over again what what advice would you give to someone else that's kind of been in a similar situation as you well or do you have any uh, do you wish you would have done it earlier do you you were fine doing it when you did it is there anything that you would oh, recommend? Yeah. So I, I wish I would have done it earlier. Um, but honestly, like the, the way that it happened uh, is no mistake. I, I had a lot sure. of work to do um, for myself and, and before I could make this journey. Um, like I was saying before, I, I, I had an issue with defining my value based on uh, this exam, <laughs> this exam. And like, who am I as an engineer, as a person, if I'm an engineer who doesn't have the, the FE or doesn't have the PE, I've, I've got five years experience by now. And that's the only reason I would probably hope to have done it sooner is because I could have been a PE for a year by now with four years of experience. If I had taken the test in a gotcha. more timely fashion, but but, but at the same time, you're, I, if I'm hearing you right, what you're saying is, is people that don't have it, you're not, you're not valued any less. It, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're still contributing in a lot of different ways, uh, whether you're in the construction world, uh, whether you're doing anything else in the civil world, you're still making valuable contributions and can still find uh, satisfaction and huge value in that, if, if I'm right. reading that right. <laughs> Right. I think, I think my, my main point and my main struggle is, is like a person, not just talking as an engineer is that like every person, including myself and any person who doesn't have the FE, my value as a person is intrinsic in me being a person. It's mm -hmm. not about whether I have this FE or whether I have an engineering degree or whether I have a PE. It's based on me being a person and, and having value just based on that. And I'm no better or worse for having the FE. The fact that I have it is is a blessing, and I'm thankful for it. Uh, and I worked hard for it, 
but I had to, I had to come to that understanding before I could even attempt to take the FE. I was afraid mm-hmm. of failing because I was going to define who I was. Right. I know the, the promises that I have uh, in, in my salvation and my, in my walk with the Lord and with who I am as a person. And this is true for everybody. Every person has value no matter what place they are in, no matter what mistakes they've made in the past, no matter how many degrees or how many certifications they have. Yeah. That is something that I've had to come to an understanding of before I could even attempt this, so I wasn't afraid to fail. There was still some of that left over. In the two weeks, week and a half that it took for me to get my results back, you can ask my wife. She, I was definitely afraid of failing, and I felt, I told her multiple times that I felt like if I get a failing result, that is going to define who I am. And I had to have her and other people speak into my life and remind me of the truth that I know that I have value no matter if I pass this test or not. That's great advice. I love hearing that. That's, I think that's spot on. So, uh, you know, I'm a repeat taker myself. So do I crawl, you know, do I crawl in a hole or, you know, do I get back and, and get after it? And what's funny is, I created Civil Engineering Academy because of my own experiences through the struggles I went through, right? Yeah. And so I didn't allow that to define me or uh, allow me to to not try to help other people or be successful in this in this yeah. arena. So uh, I think that's great advice. Um, it took me twice to pass the FE exam. The first time I took it, I was really early in school, and I had a study buddy that passed it. Uh, his first time and we were like juniors in college and that made me so mad because you know we were at the same level I felt like I should have passed too and uh, mm-hmm. but this guy I mean everyone's got one of those guys that's just smarter than everyone else and and he was able to do it and it took me uh, multiple times so uh it took yeah, me twice I got the same story so I'm just like oh yeah. uh but you know you get through it Everyone's got a different journey. I appreciate you sharing that. I think that's really good uh, advice for everybody. And I, I love, I love hearing that. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm just uh, kind of wrapping things up. Is there any books or other resources that you would recommend to the Civil Engineering Academy community at all to help with yeah. or otherwise? So uh, this is going to be like minuscule help for the FE if you want to do it, but it like otherwise, I think this is a really fun read. I have The Secrets of Mental Math, The Math mm-hmm. Magician's Guide to Lightning Calculations and wow. Amazing Math Tricks uh, by Arthur Benjamin and Michael Shermer. Um, this book is basically just a guide to being able to process in your head long math problems and being able to like get precise precise numbers or uh, quick estimation, which I think would be more helpful in an engineering realm. Uh, but for the FE, you know, I have a calculator. And so if I, if I knew all these things perfectly, I probably would still use a calculator in the FE. But um, this is a really, really cool book with a lot of interesting uh, math tricks and, and uh it, it really brings in the fun part of math for people who think that's possible. Yeah. So, 
um well hopefully yeah, uh, i really enjoyed that are all engineers and they might they must have loved math some at some point yeah in their, in their journey well dj i guess we'll call you the human calculator now you've read that yeah crunch numbers real quick yeah, awesome. don't test me i'm not i'm not very good at it but you can look up arthur benjamin on the uh <laughs> on youtube and, and be much more impressed than if you if you tested me on it awesome we'll get that posted for people um, I mean, is there any other tips, tools, habits that you've developed in preparing for the FE you, you would like to share with others or any other, um, anything else? So, um, yeah, one other thing that I wanted to get to was included in the six-month course that I got from uh, the Ultimate Civil FE Review course is two practice exams. And those practice exams were, I, I mean, when I say integral, like probably the most integral part of my studying and preparation because I took test number one. This is five years out of school. I don't remember what tests are like. I took test number one, timed myself. I had six hours to take this test. In the six hours, I finished 60 problems and got about half of them right. Mm. Time management is so important when we're talking about taking a, a standardized test, especially the FE. I learned that on my first test, went back, um, I'm, you know, this was this was like three months in the studying, and, or three or four months in the studying. I took that test, probably three and a half. And then I took the second test about a month, five weeks later, had a much more structured view of what my time management should look like much quicker off the bat to skip problems I didn't know and come back to it. And at that point I was four and a half months into studying out of six and I finished the test and had answered like 85 of them or 90 of them confidently, um, confidently in air quotes. And I got some of them wrong, but like, I, I felt like I knew how to do them and ended up uh, getting around 65% of them right and this is what would meet me having me i had a month and a half left to study and, and fine-tune these, these rough spots and so that is what i would say that's um, awesome the, the practice tests are so important i used those to shape my game plan going into the the actual fe and that was super important that's great advice um what would you recommend for amount of study time during a week for people I think it depends. Uh, it definitely depends. Uh, depends on how long you've been out of school. Uh, for me, I think that me being out five years is probably not a whole lot different than somebody who was out 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and I took, I didn't do this perfectly. So I would say that I probably studied about 200 hours uh, for the test. Uh, I went into it around the end of April. I had my test scheduled for the 20. 5th of October, uh, I went into it saying, I'm going to study eight hours over the weekends and two hours throughout the week. I'm still working a full-time job. I'm still busy. Um, and so a total of 10 hours a week. I didn't do that perfectly. I, I probably missed four or five weeks of doing that regularly. And so um, I tried to catch up when I missed, but I would say that I put about 200 hours into it. And, and 10 hours a week is a lot of work, yeah. uh, but, but 
I've passed the FE now and uh, I would say that that's definitely worth it. That's awesome. That's great advice. Thanks. And I agree. It depends on where you're at. You know, if you're in school, you probably need less. If you're out of school, you're going to need more. So that's just the nature of it. We all forget things. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, just to kind of wrap this up, I always ask kind of a fun question, but if you had all the knowledge in the world, what's something you'd like to be a part of in engineering? So uh, I've been thinking about this. I, I, I was, I actually have two answers. If you said civil engineering, I was going to say um, safe water for for all, okay. um, and I, I would love I would love to, to work on projects that that provide safe drinking water for for people around the world. That's if if I if I were going to go um, overseas, that, that's what I would feel like my my role would be. Uh, I could be wrong. I actually, uh, we had an interview uh, with Charles Thompson just a couple episodes ago, and he told me um, that we actually have a lot of water issues right here in the United States. He works on a, a lot of uh, Indian reservations, and they do not have running water uh, or water quality and good wastewater management. So there's, I was like, whoa, I, did, I had no idea, but there's <clears throat> there's issues just right here in the States. So anyway, lots of opportunities to help. <laughs> Yeah, but just in a broad engineering sense, I would definitely say sustainable energy, uh, solar energy, making that. I mean, I have no, basically, no knowledge of any of this, but it's, it's something that interests me. Um, trying to figure out how how to optimize solar, wind, uh, hydro energy. Um, so that would, that would be something I would I would, I would really want to work on. Also, related to that, if I can plug one more thing, um, the TV show on Disney Plus, Cosmos, it's a, it's a reboot of the Carl Sagan show from, I think, the, the 80s yeah. uh, that Neil deGrasse, Tyson, Neil deGrasse Tyson hosts mm-hmm. now. Um, that show is awesome. I love it. I learn a lot. Uh, it, like, scratches my science itch. And... Uh, kind of talks a lot about like science talks a lot about history and some of the less well-known uh scientists and um you know visionaries in the science world that i never learned about in school and so that's been really fun to me to learn mm. and uh experience those stories and like they had a Nilgrass type is a really good storyteller and he's able to like uh to walk you through some of these experiences that, that these uh, people through history have gone through to to bring about you know some of the things that we experience today and so that's a really cool show and i recommend to everybody that was called cosmos yeah cosmos okay go get your disney space plus time. on if you don't have it yeah get cosmos, cosmos. A space time odyssey yeah i'm gonna go check that out now <laughs> okay well, uh, thank you for jumping on the show. I, I think you've shared a ton of value uh, with anyone that's going to take the FE exam. If, if anyone wants to go check out the course, go check it out at civilfereviewcourse.com. Uh, we actually do have a, a special going on right now for those studying, but talk about that later. Uh, DJ, is there any last piece of guidance? What's the best way to get a hold of you if anybody had questions? Yeah. So, uh, again, I would just, um, the last, last piece of guidance, I would I would say, believe in your value no matter what place you're in if you 
have the FE, if you don't, if you have the PE, if you don't, you are worth something regardless of where you're at, of, of what your experience is, what your where you come from, what you what mistakes you've made. There is value in you as a person and don't believe the lie that there's not. That's great. And I, uh, my name is DJ Leslie. You can reach me on my email uh, at dennisjamesleslie.com. That's uh, Dennis spelled regularly, James spelled regularly, and then Leslie is L-E-S-L-I-E at Gmail. Okay. And uh, you can you can hit my LinkedIn also if you want to. It's DJ Leslie. Perfect. Well, DJ, thank you for jumping on the show. This was fun. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Isaac. All right, we'll see you later. All right, bye. Bye. What's up, everybody? I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dennis uh, or DJ. Sorry, I keep calling him Dennis. He wants to be called DJ. DJ, um, you know what? There's so many people preparing for the FE exam. The civil FE exam is the biggest FE exam. Uh, and I know there's many out there that are struggling to pass this. So I want to let you know about a sweet deal. Go take advantage of our Black Friday offer. It ends on November 29th. Use the discount code of Black Friday 2020. Take advantage of that. It does end November 29th at midnight Mountain Standard Time, so go check it out. And we want to help you. The course includes everything you need, modules, um, video practice problems, exams, support, private Facebook community. Everything is there to help you uh, to ace this exam. It's exciting. Go take advantage of the Black Friday deal if you need it. Uh, I can't wait to help you. Just go check it out at civilfereviewcourse.com. It takes you right to the course. Or if you just want to go check out our main site, go to civilengineeringacademy.com. Anyway, I appreciate Dennis, uh, DJ, coming on. Really enjoyed the interview. Hope you did too. Uh, Go find him. Go thank him for the interview. Go see what he's up to and ask him questions too. Anyway, with that, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.